0: and I was like, yeah, you gotta go for it, let's do it. So it was so inconvenient, the timing was terrible. He actually opened 10 days before I gave birth and I think I gave birth early because I was like, we were painting and scrubbing floors and doing all of that literally up until the day of opening. But you just have to get it done and it's not always that way. and you're listening to the Made For More podcast and this is episode five. I can't believe it's episode five already. I just want to say thank you so so much to everyone who has downloaded it, who's shared it, who's listened to it, reviewed it, given me a star, given me a thumbs up, given me a smiley face emoji, whatever it is that you've you've done in terms of support. I just appreciate it so so much. The response and the feedback has just been incredible and you know it's always a little bit nerve-wracking isn't it? Putting yourself out there and yeah just kind of Taking that step, but I'm so so grateful that I have, and the feedback has been amazing. And I love hearing how much it's helped you. I've had so many messages, even from like old friends that I've known years and years years ago, saying, "Oh, I listened to your podcast, and it's really helped me with this." And honestly, when I hear how it's helped you and how it's impacted you, it just makes my day. So please, please let me know if any of it is really resonating with you. Also, I do just want to apologise if I sound a little bit nasal right now. I was going to hold off doing my podcast and recording it today, but then I thought, you know what? I can't, you can't put stuff on hold and wait for everything to be perfect. I have got a cold. I've had a cold for like two weeks now. I got it off my little boy. I haven't got the rona. Don't worry. But I just have, I'm really bunged up. And like I said, I was going to put it off, but you can't always put it off. Can you, you just have to do it, get it done, get it out there. It's not always going to be perfect, but at least you're speaking from the heart and that's what it's all about. So this week I realized that basically anything that I say on this podcast, I am going to be held accountable to and I can't get away with anything anymore. So you will have noticed in in episode three, I talked about how to stop procrastinating and a real good sign of procrastinating is when you're like organizing stuff. So you're organizing your spice rack and as it happens, I do actually love organizing and I came across a a series on Netflix called The Home Edit. I don't know if anyone's watched it, but it's life-changing. And basically these two women go to like celebrities houses and they organize like the pantry or they organize the kids wardrobe or they organize the garage and it's just so satisfying they do it all with like canisters and all this wonderful magical organization stuff and so obviously I watched it and in true Carly fashion I became obsessed and then instantly decided that I have to do my pantry right now this second otherwise my life can't go on so I went to Ikea bought like a silly amount of canisters and drawers and whatever I've just I've gone way overboard and anyway I put it on my insta story and someone messaged me and just said um Carly are you procrastinating with this organization and I thought oh no I can't get away with anything anymore as it happens I wasn't actually procrastinating I just was in my absolute organizational element but if you haven't watched it and you are into that kind of thing I really really recommend it but just make sure that you're not doing it and putting off something else that you should be doing but yes that was really funny I loved that I I loved getting that feedback so today I'm actually in 45 minutes going to the airport and me and my best friend are going away to Turkey I feel like Turkey and Cyprus is like the only place you can go right now (laughs) people are in Turkey or Greece people are in one of two places if they're on holiday so yeah we're going to Cyprus no we're going to Turkey and I'm going to have four nights away and I'm going to have four nights away from Frankie. This is like the longest I've ever been away from him. And I'm not going to lie, I feel a bit, feel a bit anxious, a bit sad, a little bit like, oh God, I don't want to leave him. But I I've, I would have had loads of holidays booked in this week and I would have had lo- this week, this year, and I would have had loads of opportunities to get away sooner. And I feel like as time's going on, I'm getting even more, more and more attached but I feel like it would be really good for me to get away and just have four nights on my own. And I know that it's like going away on holiday and you should be relaxing. But honestly, my ultimate dream time is a time where I can totally geek out and I can read my books and I can work on my website and I can record podcasts. and I can just do loads of work. I know that sounds so sad, but I think that really is like, there's a saying that says, when you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. I'm not sure I entirely agree with that because I definitely feel like when I'm working, I like am working hard. I feel that I'm working hard, but it's inspired work, which is completely different. Like inspired work really serves your soul and really like it gives me so much energy when I'm working hard on my business and something that I'm passionate about. So I'm going to have a whole week of doing that and I'm just oh so excited about it. So this week I've been really kind of working on my own business and my own brand, and my own vision and... I came up with my, I feel like every business should have a mission statement and a vision statement. So some kind of depth behind what you're doing. I really find that the, and I've I've learned this over the years, to be honest, I've always had so many ideas of different businesses and stuff like that. But what I found is if there's not a real reason for you doing it, as in if you're not trying to solve a problem with your product or your service, you end up just losing interest and you lose the drive because if you're just like oh I just kind of like to do it sometimes that I kind of like to do it sometimes isn't enough to get you through the challenging times so I really kind of knuckled down this week and worked out my mission statement and my vision statement I really encourage you to do the same as well and figure out what it is what's your vision for the future and I don't just mean what's your vision for you know what house you want to live in and what car you want to drive but what's the vision for your business what are you trying to achieve with it you know what problems are you trying to solve and so I realized that my vision statement was actually that I wanted 10x the number of female business owners who stick out a business venture past year one I mean first of all I want them to get started in the first place that is a major part but I want them to stick it out and do you know that 20% of people that start a business don't actually stick it out past year one and only 40% of people don't stick it out past year two. But that's crazy to me because that's the crunch point. That is like, have you ever seen that diagram of someone? There's two people and they're, they have like a, a, a pickaxe and they're both in, un, under a tunnel and they're bashing their way through and then one of them keeps going and then another one turns away just at the last minute and he's like inches away from reaching this massive pot of gold and I feel like people that quit after year one after year two they are at that point where it's like you just need to keep going and this is a little bit graphic but I'm going to tell you when I was learning all about childbirth and everything like that I always heard that when you're at the point where you're like, oh my God, I can't do this anymore. And you're literally at your wits end. You're like, I've had enough. That's when the baby is like literally about to come. And it's so, so true. And you know what? It, that's It's like that in business as well. When you're at the point where you're like so fed up and exhausted and like, come on. That's the bit where you have to just dig deep and keep going and because you're just right there. And so what I want to do is just help people get past that bit and learn to overcome their kind of their mindset and, and that allows them to keep going really past that bit. So what I've realized is after years and years and years of helping people build businesses and get started in businesses in, in lots of different areas, I've realized that the number one mistake that keeps people from sticking out long enough is that they come into this with the wrong mindset. And it's not actually that it's the wrong mindset. It's just the wrong mindset for being a business owner. So most people that start a business, they are also employees. Most of them have a job as well. So you might have a nine to five and then you start a business as a side hustle. And I really, really, really recommend that you do always keep your nine to five job or whatever it is that brings in your bread and butter money. It's so important to have that financial stability because when you give that up, And you put loads of pressure into making this business work straight away because you need to pay your bills and you need to feed your kids and you need to put food on the table. It's a completely different way of building your business. And you actually find yourself making decisions that you shouldn't really be making. But you know, it's not right for the long term vision of your business, but you do it because you need money right now and you've gone gone a little bit, you know, panicky. So I always recommend that you do have a job as well as starting your business. But what that means is a lot of the time, you have to switch your mindset. So you have to switch from an employee mindset to an entrepreneur mindset. And I really think that the reason why people quit so soon and soon is a year is because they come in with the wrong mindset. And I think if you come in with an entrepreneurial mindset straight away and you set the expectations of what being in business is all about, you're gonna have a much smoother ride because when the things pop up, it doesn't take you out. You're not like, whoa, I wasn't expecting that. Things pop up and you're like, okay, cool. I know this is part of it. I just need to ride it out. And you don't get kind of like taken off guard quite a lot. So I just wanna talk to you about what the differences are between an employee mindset and an entrepreneur mindset because once you get your head around them, you can really start to kind of pinpoint where you're at and see the changes that you need to make. So firstly, the most kind of, obvious one is that employees work a nine to five job and they work an hour and get paid an hour so if you are working 10 hours a week and you're doing that however long you know for the rest of the month at the end of the month you are going to expect to get that exact paycheck for the hours that you've worked or if you've got a salary or something like that you know that you're going to get a certain amount of money at the end of the month now when you are an entrepreneur you don't get that. And actually, a lot of the time, you don't make any money for the first year. And that's really why, as well, I think people struggle so much because they put in so much work and they're working so hard and then they're not getting any money for it. You know, you are always the last person to get paid as a business owner. And I remember when I first started my business, I was on tour. I was doing a show with Dame Med and I was traveling all around the country and I started my my business And back in the day, I love that saying back in the day, I always say that. But anyway, back in the day, we didn't really use Zoom like we do now. I mean, God, 2020 is the year of the Zoom, isn't it? Everyone is all over it. But we we didn't really use it as we did back then. And so back then we used to, if you wanted to have a meeting with someone or you wanted to see someone, you drove to their house or you drove to meet them for a coffee. So I used to drive everywhere and I'd drive to Liverpool or Manchester or just to have a meeting with someone. And so many times they wouldn't show up or they'd You know, cancel, or they would say no, or but that's just what you did. That was, you know, part part of building a business in that time. And I remember I was travelling all around, everywhere, and I was saying to Kurt, Kurt. I'm going to do this. I'm going to change our lives. I'm going to retire you one day. I'm going to buy us this, this massive villa in Ibiza. This is it. This is the vehicle to give us whatever we want. And then at the end of that month, I'd been traveling around everywhere, literally flat out every spare moment I had, I was working my business. And then I got a £16.71 paycheck. (laughs) And I remember I didn't even want to tell him. And he was like, "What did you get paid this, this month, babe? And I was like, I mean it's, it's not it's not low. I started going to like major validation it's it's not exactly what I, what I thought but you know it is it's going to grow and anyway he was like wow what what are we going to do with this 16 pounds 71 we are rolling in it but I just knew that that's how it goes you know you can't expect to get paid the exact amount of hours that you work in the beginning and I always think you know if there was a if there was a job description on a job site or something you would never ever ever take job of an entrepreneur if there was a job description it said okay there's a job for job up for grabs and it's basically every job role all the time so you're going to work seven days a week probably about 12 hours a day you're going to be on call all the time so you don't really ever get any time off and you're going to work for about 12 months you won't earn anything for the first 12 months but then after 12 months you might earn a little bit just depending on how it goes you would never ever take that job would you you'd be like um, no, but that's basically what being an entrepreneur is. So you can't expect to come into a business and think, right, I've worked all these hours this week. I'm going to get paid all this money because you are probably not going to get paid anything. That's just the reality of starting a business. So I do always recommend that you have your nine to five. Don't quit that. I see so many people quit their job too soon and then it actually stunts the growth of their business. Cause like I said, they start making emotional decisions and it just doesn't work out. So that's one of them. Secondly is the fact that employees work nine to five and then they clock off. You know, they go home, they watch Netflix. I'm not saying this is every employee because I know that a lot of jobs actually are really high stress and you don't always clock off. But generally, lots of jobs, you know your hours that you're in work and then you know your hours when you're out of work. And if you go on holiday, you're... You clocked off. You know, you can actually switch off. And if you if you are at the weekend, you can switch off. Whereas it's just not like that as an entrepreneur. An entrepreneur never, ever switches off. And to be honest with you, there's no it's really hard to kind of differentiate when you're at work and when you're not, because they kind of merge into the other. And a lot of the time your work spills into Really unsociable times, times where you you know you want to be having a dinner with some friends, or there may be something to do with the kids, and there's something that you have to do with your business that takes priority over that, and that's just part and parcel of it. It's not that it's always going to be like that, but you know that absolutely does happen. And there's so many times where I mean, me and my partner are both business owners, so sometimes we'll both be sat there in the evening working all night, and you know that is not really ideal for a couple, but sometimes you just have to do it, and doesn't really matter what your business is. Like Kurt's salon, he owns a salon and he his salon is open say nine in the morning till eight o'clock at night. But that's not where his work stops. He finishes work, he comes home. And then that's when he does all the other stuff. You know, like he does his emails and he's checking in on marketing stuff and he's checking in on the website and doing stuff like that, stuff that he can't do when he's physically cutting hair. So the hours never really stop. And like I said, a lot of the time it is so inconvenient and you may miss stuff that you really want to be a part of, you may miss kids stuff. And I know that a lot of the time people start their business because they want to do it for their kids. They want to have the flexibility so that they can be more present and be available for, you know, all the school plays and all the parents evenings and everything like that. But sometimes you just can't be there in the early days. And what I see so much is that people use their why as their excuse. And so people say, I'm doing this for my kids and I'm doing this because I want more time freedom or I'm doing this because I want to retire my husband or whatever and then they say well I can't do this because my kids have kept me up all night or I can't do this because you know my kids have got a a swimming lesson or I can't do this because and all the reasons why they can't do it is because they're kids but that's the whole reason why they need to do it so don't make your why your excuse that's a real real key one to remember and you know there is always times I mean bless Kurt he's had a bit of a rough deal with me our month end is always a really important day. So 31st or 30th of every month. It's always a really big time in our business. And we work up until midnight, you know, every month end. And his birthday actually falls on the 31st of October. So every every birthday I've not been available for it. I've been working my business and, and doing that. And I remember what, it was his 30th birthday. And one of the girls in my business, she was having... In my team, she was having a huge promotion in her business and I wanted to be there for it. So I kind of tricked Kurt. I didn't trick him, but I made out like we had some gorgeous little boutique hotel and that I was just going to swing by swing by her house and do a little bit of business. Bless him. He had the worst birthday. It was so not a boutique hotel. It was an awful just dump in Banbury. But every birthday is the same. Every birthday, I'm not really available on his birthday, but he gets that because you know, it's just part of it, and it won't always be like that. And then even on New Year's Eve, New Year's Eve was a huge time in my business just gone, and everything was coming together, and I knew that I had to work right up until midnight. I mean, Craig David started singing, you know, old Lang Syne on the telly, but I just knew that I had to work. So, you know, the fact is, it's not always convenient. Oh, another thing as well, when Kurt was actually starting a salon, I was pregnant. So I found out I was pregnant, then he found his ideal venue for a, for a salon, And I was like, yeah, you've got to go for it. Let's do it. So it was so inconvenient. The timing was terrible. He actually opened 10 days before I gave birth. And I think I gave birth early because I was like, we were painting and scrubbing floors and doing all of that literally up until the day of opening. But you just have to get it done. And it's not always that way. So thirdly, another thing that you need to be aware of when you start a business is that your job role is just a whole gray area. So when you're an employee, you are employed as an accountant or you're employed as a marketing manager or you're employed as a receptionist but when you're an, an entrepreneur you are all of the above literally everything is you and like I said you are every job pretty much 24/ 7 but you also get paid nothing <laughs> easy to be okay with that but yes yeah, suddenly you know you come in because you wanted to start you really love enjoy you know you, you enjoy making clothes or something. So you started your business because you love making clothes, but then you find yourself 80% of the time doing the books and working out your social media and sorting out your you know, sorting out your accountant and then doing some other kind of marketing and then doing yeah, cleaning the shop floors or whatever it is. There's so many things that you are doing outside of why you started the business. And again, that's just you just got to be okay with that. You have to be okay with doing stuff that isn't in your zone of genius your zone of genius is that thing that like you're amazing at but when you start a business a lot of the time you're not you're not doing that and as it goes on you know after after a few years you can start to outsource the things that you don't want to do so I've started to outsource all the stuff that I don't want to do now which is basically all numbers admin stuff and I just stick to all the creative stuff. And I find that a lot. So many creative people start a business and they're like, hold on, I'm not doing anything creative right now. But that's just part of it in the beginning. And then also another key thing is that the difference between an employee and an entrepreneur is that an entrepreneur, as an entrepreneur, you're in charge of your own growth. So when you start a business, you have a vision for where you wanna get to, that vision needs to be big. You know, you need to, I want you to have big visions and, and really like expect a lot from yourself and expect a lot from your business, but you need to grow into the person that's worthy of that success. You know, if you just woke up today and you had everything in your wildest dreams, you had the house, you had the job, you had the the lifestyle, and it was all exactly as you, as you dreamt it up, but you were still the same person as you are today, it would be completely overwhelming. So you actually have to grow into the person that is worthy of that success and is comfortable with that success, but you're responsible for that growth. As an employee, there's always someone that sets out a roadmap for you. You know, there's there's someone that says, okay, if you do this and you do this and you do this, maybe we need to work on this, and you have that guidance. Whereas as an entrepreneur, a lot of the time you don't have a mentor, you don't have you know, that kind of support system that's really guiding you in a certain direction. So you need to be hungry for the learning and hungry for the growth and actively be looking for how you can change yourself. And the biggest thing about that is having self-awareness. So really looking at who you are right now, not to, like not tearing yourself apart, but seeing what areas you need to work on and actively trying to work on them yourself. So I hope that helps a little bit in terms of the mindset. But the main thing I want to say to you is, what price are you willing to pay for what you want? So. As a business owner, there are amazing things that you can create for your life. You can create freedom in terms of time. You can create so many choices. You can help so many people. And there are so many benefits to being an entrepreneur, but you have to pay a price to get that. And what price are you willing to pay? Is it that you, you need to miss some events that you really want to go to? or sticking it out long enough to actually start to reap the rewards and sticking it out through the times that are not glamorous. And what I find so much is that people see business owners on Instagram and it's a real kind of Glamified, glamified, I don't know if that's a word, but a kind of like glamorous glimpse of what being a business owner is. You know, it's someone that's like all dressed up or smart, they're in a coffee shop drinking their acai latte or whatever it is, and you know, they've got a designer bag and it's just so bougie, and you're like, oh yeah, love that life. But the reality part of business is that, but most of the time, behind the scenes, the stuff that you don't see is not glamorous at all. It's getting up really early in the morning before the rest of the house wakes up so that you can just have that hour of peace to do what you need to do. It's staying up really, really late. It's waking up in the morning, slapping on some gel eye mask because your your eyes are that puppy and tired because you've been up all night, but still doing what you said you were going to do. So what price are you willing to pay for what you want to have? And it's not always that you go, you know, pedal to the metal, full throttle all the time, but you have to have short bursts of time where you absolutely drive your business. And there's definitely been times in my business. I'm not saying that for the last seven years, I've been absolutely flat out. I've always had a certain amount of urgency in my business, but there has been chunks when I've known I need to really put my foot down. And in the beginning of your business, that is the key, key, key part to just get your head down and don't look up until you started to create some momentum in your business. And what I always say to my team when they start is that you have to have urgency, but you also have to have patience And I know that sounds like a massive contradiction, but you have to have urgency in the sense that this business is only going to move and grow if you grow it. You have to have urgency. You can't have that tomorrow mindset or next month mindset where you say, oh, it's not feeling it today. I'll do it tomorrow. You have to do it now because it's only that now that creates the urgency in your business. But at the same time, you have to have patience. Patience to know that it's not going to come straight away. You know, in the world of Instagram and social media where people want things instantly, we get really unsettled when things aren't happening straight away. But you have to have that patience to know that if you just keep doing the do, if you just keep staying consistent and you stick it out long enough, you will get the results that you want to get to. And just knowing that most of the time, things don't happen straight away. You know, if you post a picture of your product on Instagram and it's like tumbleweed and no one replies, that doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean that no one's going to buy your product. You wouldn't just shut up shop. If you opened up a shop and you had all these gorgeous clothes in there, you spent ages doing it, and then some customers came in and they walked straight out again without buying anything, you'd never just shut up shop and say, oh, that's it, I'm not going to do it anymore. But sometimes, especially online businesses, we treat it, we think of it like that. You know, someone doesn't buy a product as soon as we post it if we think oh no one wants to buy it but the fact is most people need like eight to ten exposures before they buy something how many times have you seen stuff pop up on Instagram and you've been looking at it for months now you know I've been looking at a peloton bike for months now my friend got it and then I saw an advert and then something popped up on my phone and then I watched a YouTube video about it and then there was one in the gym where I went to a hotel and so you actually start to get these little messages. And then after a while, you think, okay, I'm, I'm good. I'm ready to go for it. But you still need to be in the game on the eighth or 10th exposure where that person says, yeah, okay, I'm ready to go. You know, there's people that have joined my team that I spoke to five, six years ago you know, so long ago. And some people even come back to me now and they say, I'm so sorry for only just getting back to you. I'm so sorry for the slow reply. I think bloody slow reply. I messaged you six years ago. But the fact is they've been watching my Instagram. They've been seeing bits and piecing together little, little bits. And so now is the time for them to say, okay, I'm ready to go for it. So make sure you're in the game to capitalize on that but don't throw the towel in when you're not getting those instant results it's like the gym you know if you go to the gym and you work your ass off for two hours and you don't like instantly get a six pack you're not going to be like oh I'm not going to go anymore you have to keep going it takes a really long time for you start to see results and that's exactly the same in business so I really hope that has given you a little insight I don't want you to think that What I've said here is me saying that, you know, it's trying to put you off the entrepreneurial journey at all because I wish everyone had the courage to just go for it. I think it's the most beautiful journey. You become the best version of yourself in the process of creating a business and growing yourself to the point you need to get to to become who you want to be. And it's a beautiful, beautiful process. But don't be deluded into thinking that it's all gonna be, you know, turmeric lattes and this whole high life, Instagram life, because it's not. And don't be scared of the work it takes and don't be scared of the time it takes either. You know, the time is gonna pass anyway. Honestly, I started this seven years ago, like I said, and I don't know where that time's gone. Honestly, when I look back at it now, it feels like it went in a flash. And if I hadn't have just, you know, instead of watching... Netflix and instead of doing all this stuff that was just wasting time just sitting scrolling on social media if I hadn't have used that time to build a business instead I would be in the exact same position as I was seven years ago and that scares me it scares me how close I was to my life being exactly the same as it was time passes really 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 quickly so make sure that you're using this time wisely and putting it into your future and your family's future but just come at it with an entrepreneur mindset and don't be deluded into what it takes so thank you so so much I really hope you found that helpful like I said please send me a message and let me know where you're at what you're struggling with what your wins are how you're getting on where you're at in your business ideas or you know if you haven't started a business or you just want to have a chat just you know reach out to me because I love connecting with people and I love you know helping you in any way that I can so tag me on instagram at MadeForMorePod send me a message and I really hope you found it helpful thanks guys speak to you soon